Soundcheck PGH, we are back with an interview this time. We sit down with Jordan Montgomery. Jordan is a Pittsburgh rapper who we are old friends with. This is the second time we've had a conversation with him, and he has a brand new album due out on May 31st, Dark Horse. As a special treat, Jordan has allowed us to release one of the tracks from the album in full in this podcast. So stay tuned for that. You heard it here first. It is a Soundcheck PGH exclusive. Let's get right to the conversation. This is real life. I just rapping it. Broken neighborhoods once they threw the crack in it. Rotis and rats in it. Paint the picture for you. No need for Google mapping it. All right, Soundcheck PGH. I am here with Jordan Montgomery. Yeah, yeah. Welcome back, man. Thank you for having me. It's been almost exactly a year since the last time we sat down yeah, and talked. Yeah, last yeah. It was hot out last time. It was so hot. Out. <laughs> yeah, it's getting, and hot, it's out getting hot out again. Yeah, um, but yeah, we're happy to have you back. Um, you've got you've had a lot going on. You've Absolutely. had a busy year. It has been busy. Very like even these last few months have been like crazy busy. And that's because you've got the lead up to the new album, right? Dark Horse. Yep, May thirty first. Dark Horse drops May thirty first. So let's back up real quick for anyone who didn't listen to the initial interview. Um, just give me a little, give me your uh, your elevator pitch, your background. Who is Jordan Montgomery? Yeah, um, Jordan Montgomery, um, rapper, um, CEO of Driving Wild Black Records. Nice. Um, that's new since the last time we, we oh, spoke. Really? Yeah, You're CEO now. <laughs> CEO. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I think the last time we spoke, Driving Wild Black Records was more of just kind of a, um, you know, it was definitely. Just me, really. But now we have, you know, live from the city, Luke, JB. Um, so it's more of a brand. Um, right. And you know, now we have this uh, partnership with Misra Records. Misra, um, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's it's a beautiful thing now. Yeah, we just happy that the summer here. Thank God that we made it to another year. A lot of people ain't make it here, so I'm finna make it clear. J to the letter ain't playing fair. Yeah, we just happy that the summer here. Thank God that we made it to another year. A lot of people ain't make it here, so I'm finna make it clear. J to the letter ain't playing fair. Hold up, hey, hold up, hey. Is you trying so Dark Horse, it's gonna be on Spotify. It's gonna be on Spotify, Apple titles. That's that gonna be your first th- first time on Spotify, right? Yeah, it's gonna be my first album on Spotify because Driving Wild Black was on my first album was on uh, SoundCloud. Um, right. So Driving Wild Black is also na- is also your first album. Right. And it's the name of the record label. Right. And I can <laughs> I'll go into that. <laughs> but I do have so the first like official single I put out on Spotify was a track called Summer Here, which I played here. That was the here. one we released. Yes, absolutely. So that and then I got a few features with other artists on Spotify as well. Uh, okay. Live from the City, Brittany Chantel. Um, but yeah, this will be my first album on Spotify so and, you know, other streaming services as well. So right. I'm really excited about it. Nice. That's awesome, man. Because we talked about that a little bit in the last interview about how uh, it doesn't come natural to you to promote yourself like that. Mm-hmm. Like you're kind of just like you are who you are. Yeah. You're like You don't want to <laughs> put yourself out there like, hey, listen to me. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, but it feels like you're kind of as. I mean, you're CEO now. Mm-hmm. As yeah. as you're as, as you're in growing, the spotlight, like, yeah, yeah you got to be in the spotlight. <laughs> Are you feeling any more comfortable with that? Is that something that you're kind of like growing into? Yeah, I I would definitely say so. Yeah. Um, just kind of naturally, just how things are moving. You know, we have to be more. I realize you have to be more in the spotlight. People want to know more about what's going on. Like driving while black records. What is that? You know, right. who are the people behind it? You know, who's Jordan Montgomery and everything. Um, so I think a lot of um, you know, I realize I have to be more in the spotlight. You know, and you know, I've I've gotten 
more okay with that <laughs> you know <laughs> i mean it takes some practice yeah. right oh absolutely yeah especially like because i'm like you it doesn't come naturally mm-hmm. like you know you got to get used to it but the more you do it the more you become familiar with it absolutely it starts to not be so daunting yeah and i mean obviously like i perform all the time so right. i don't i don't have problem performing in front of whether a small crowd large crowd whatever um but it's just standing up like just talking about myself is like you know a little weird <laughs> yeah and yeah. it's like and and it's different than that because performing is like you're performing yeah then you're in the spotlight and you're performing and you clearly have no issue with that right but oh. this is like this is like marketing yes, you know what i mean exactly. this is like the back end like mm-hmm. hey i gotta make sure i'm getting these tweets out i gotta make sure i'm getting on yep. all these platforms yep. drive them all black records it's got to be out there like mm-hmm. that's the stuff where it's like you know, that's the stuff where so, it, it kind of bores you sometimes. Yeah, and I think it's more exciting now that I have, you know, like Live and, and Luke and JB, these these artists, not only am I promoting myself, but I can promote their things. And that part right. is the most fun to me. It's like, okay, I can share this album and I can share, you know, this song they have going on and everything. But I'm like, oh, crap, I got to do it for myself too, <laughs> you know. Um, so what came first, the Driving While Black album? the driving while black record so um yeah (laughs) so the the album came first okay so that was an idea i had um because driving while black came out in 2016 2016 right that was a idea i had probably for about two years prior to that um really working getting all the beats together um really coming up with an idea of how i wanted to sound and then it comes out and I started putting out merchandise, shirt, like the shirt I have on right now. You're right? repping it right here. Right, repping it right now. <laughs> um, the shirt. And then I had these hats that really took off. Um, this is when everyone was wearing, like, the dad hats and everything. Um, yeah. So they said they just said Driving While Black on it for the album. But people were buying them, although they had never heard the album. They just liked the, you know, the the brand right yeah. and i was just like huh kind of had a life of its own yeah i was like maybe i have something going on here you know and i had other ideas for like driving while black like merchandise but obviously i'm going to put out more albums right um so i was like well maybe i can just do the driving while black record so i can push the brand and that could be the brand while i still release you know new music yeah yeah so that's how that took off so I can, you know, excuse to make more, you know, uh, merchandise, but also to take myself more serious as an artist. Sure. And then, um, you know, within this year, just sitting now with Live from the City, uh, Lucas Akira, JB, all people that I've known for years, you know, JB, we've been friends since high school, Luke and Live, just knowing through One Hood and everything. Mm-hmm. It was like, you know, let's get together and, and make this Driving While Black thing you know, uh, a, a force to be reckoned with just because it's a dope idea already. People are already gravitating towards it. Let's come together with it. And this is how we get to where we are today. You know? That's awesome. Man. Yeah. So there's a lot I want to get into today, but I want to start off just by let's let's go back to Driving While Black, mm-hmm. the album, yes. 2016. Yep. It's a very political album. Mm-hmm. You had some pretty strong messages on there. Yep. And it was a, it felt like it was appropriate for the time. Yes. Because there was a lot of there was a lot of incidents going on yep. back then. I mean, what was the the cover art you had for that? It was great. What was that shot from? That was from I believe it was in a riot in Baltimore. That was the, was that the Freddie Gray stuff? Or? I believe it was. Yep. Yeah, Freddie yeah, Gray. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So so it felt very like of the moment, mm-hmm. right? And I believe I saw you say you wanted to be a time capsule. That was correct. Yep. Yeah, you wanted to be a time capsule, and now here we are in 2019. Mm-hmm. I mean, how much feels different? I mean, I think there's less um, of a concentration, like media concentration on it. Sure. It's less, um, you know, sensationalized. But there's the same issues that have been going on since then and, and 
before then as well. Right. You know, oh, yeah. there's still that you know racial tension, um, you know, police brutality, things like that to still occur. I think just at that time it was so um, the media had such a focus on it yeah. that all along your you know timeline and on CNN and everything you you saw it all the time. You know, so it's definitely still something that's going on, but I feel it's not just, there's not that much of attention on, on this particular issue. Um, as there probably should be, honestly, but it's where we're at, you know? Yeah, so you're saying it's kind of like the media cycle, they, it gets boring after, mm. they get bored with a certain topic after a while. Yeah. Or it, something becomes really popular to talk about. Yeah. It, We've seen those phases. And not even just with the media, even amongst ourselves, really. I mean, really? I feel like a lot of people you know online we're we're talking about these issues and it definitely woke a lot of people up and, and made people more conscious sure um but i think as that as, as certain issues don't become hot topics anymore mm-hmm. i feel like it really shows who are really about being i guess activists and, and about being people who really want to see positive change and people who kind of just want to ride a wave in a in a way you know if that, that makes, makes sense, sense. Yeah. it does make sense mm-hmm. that does yeah. make sense so when you look at it you know, where we were then, mm-hmm. where we are now. Are you optimistic? Do you think that we're making progress? Does it feel like we're kind of just going along on the same path? Like, you know, the mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter movement, mm-hmm. those types of issues. How how do you feel about that? I mean, I feel that... Because in 2016, yeah. you know, Trump wasn't president. No, <laughs> no it was not. Um, but I feel like we make progress every day, you know, slowly but surely. Um, and maybe even in, in different ways, but I think that um, it's just a it's a, it's a battle that won't be resolved overnight. You know, I think there's a lot of people doing good in this world, and a lot of people who who may not be doing so good. So I think if we just continue to try to focus on coming together and recognizing recognizing that our differences aren't that different, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's where the the biggest change comes from. So. For me as an artist, I feel like if I'm able to, especially with that album, if I feel as though I'm able to use my art to maybe break down some of those barriers, I think that's how we m- may start to wake people up and, and start to make some differences, you know? Sure. Yeah, and whatever power that I have in my ability, you know, or whatever power you may have in your ability or this person has to try to make a world a slightly better place or make it a little less scary, I think we can really make some good things happen out here, so... Definitely. So I, I guess I'm pretty optimistic. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. that was a very optimistic, <laughs> yeah. optimistic answer. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but you see your music as playing a very important role mm-hmm. in that. Important yeah. in what you can do. Yeah. Make those connections, kind of like reach out, maybe maybe get the attention of people who otherwise wouldn't be paying mm-hmm. attention. Yeah, absolutely. So are those same kind of political themes, uh, are we going to see that on Dark Horse as well, or not as much? Not as much. Okay. Um, I th- to me, I think... Hip hop is a pretty um, conscious, pretty maybe political um, genre in itself. You know, even if the content itself isn't really focused on that, just because it's all about you know, um, well, you know, it's it's, it's black art. It's um, people you know being told like you can't do this, can't do that, but being defiant. You know, so I think hip hop is naturally like pretty. Um, progressive and, and political in this way um so on this project while i don't necessarily talk about a lot of the same topics on driving while black um i think it still comes from a place that you know um, represents what i was saying on that project you know so it's it's definitely you know 
quite far from that and, and pretty different, but I think you'll still see like, okay, I guess I can still see a connection, still see some growth, you know. Definitely. So in what ways is it different? Um, it's definitely more the production, I would say, is different. You know, shout out to Live from the City. He Live from the City has done all the production on Dark Horse. Oh, nice. Yeah, so, you know, he, he raps, he produces, um, you know, writes songs, obviously, and, and does, you know, mixing, mastering. Um, yeah, we just had him on our uh, top releases oh, the, countdown. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Lightwork is That's the right. project, yeah. So, um, you know, it's it's sonically more of a modern sound. I think people are starting to, like, Welch is Great, for example, the sure. song, people... People love when I perform that song. But I think people are starting to think of my sound as more of a like classic hip hop sound in a way. Right. Which that's you know, that's like home for me, right? But So but the, you would say Welch's Grape fits into that. Yeah, well, yeah, Welch's Grape would definitely fit into yeah. I guess that box of what people were thinking. But this project is definitely more of a modern sound, more more a little more current, a little more maybe like trap influenced. Um, so it just allowed me to play with new sounds and new flows and everything. And with doing that, it was very fun to make. So it wasn't the same, like, focus on, I have a mission to talk about these type of issues as Drive yeah. While Black was. Right. It was more just, like, fun and me rapping. And obviously, still talk about some, some deep things. But it gets a little more personal as well on Dark oh, Horse okay. because I feel like Driving While Black was more talking about issues that are going on in the world. But on certain songs on Dark Horse, I'm talking about things that are going on with me. You know, give me so. some examples of that. I would what say, things? um, just my career path as well as you know within music, because the whole title Dark Horse is someone obviously who's like the underdog in right. a way who, but still ends Under, up coming underdog up top with a chance to win. Exactly. Uh, that yes. Not many people might see. Right. Exactly. So I I talk a, a lot about my struggles as an artist. You know, okay. um, insecurities I had in artists. Um, or being an artist. Just like kind of keeping your confidence up yeah, to, to keep the, this dream alive, to exactly. keep this art going. Yeah, exactly that. Um, even stuff, um, you know, with like relationships with, you know, significant other, um, family, you know, those are touched on a little bit as well. So, you know, I'm trying to get more personal with yeah. my writing as well. Um, just to open myself up more, you know, get people to know who I am as sure. an artist more. Um, so that, is something I really tried to touch on in Dark Horse as well. That makes you know? sense because you're you're in a pretty long term committed relationship. Is that absolutely, correct? yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, so some of that gets related into this album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a little you know little window, and obviously moving forward, you know, it's going to be more a chance for me to be more vulnerable and tap into more things and and more memories and more feelings and everything. But I think this is a good like segue into that part of my um, artistry. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's kind of uh, that's a sign of maturing as an artist, mm-hmm. right? Like, because you're no longer just uh, just putting stuff out that you kind of you know you're presenting. You're yes. more so kind of opening up and kind of like giving everybody a real taste of who you are. Yeah, yeah, that's Absolutely. pretty cool, man. Yeah, and you s- and you've got a track that we're going to debut here, right? Yeah, I do. I All do. right, well, what is it? It's called uh, excuse me. It's called Bad Habits. Okay. Um, it features Treble NLS. Um, you nice. should really check tra- check him out as well. Um, incredibly dope artist, um, and it does tap into a lot of those personal things we were talking about. Okay, about decisions that I may have made in the past, uh, maybe based on my upbringing or environment um, that 
I realized weren't the best decisions, you know, and realizing of certain habits or tendencies that I might, I may have that I need to fix, you know? So it's a really, anything specific stick in your mind, like stuff that that you, that you kind of just being honest with myself. Um, you know, honesty is something that I think we can all work on, you know, Uh not only being honest with ourselves, but other people, um, because trust is something that is hard to build, you know. Um, it doesn't so come overnight. It does not, you know. So trust in, you know, for having other people trust me, uh, having trust in in myself and and decisions that I'm making, and just being accountable for maybe things I've done, you know, in the past that it's like, man, you know, I I, I mean, I really that might have been a bad move, you know, to make. But <laughs> um, so it's really tapping into into those type of things and just being aware of how. Um, your decisions may affect other people too. So, you know, that's what this song's really all about. Yeah. So I get to talk about it and, you know, my friend Treble gets to talk about it as well. And I think it's a really um good track as we approach it uh, kind of from two different sides. So That's awesome, man. Yeah, man. Well thanks for sharing it with us. Yeah, absolutely. Man of the house, foreign knew what being a man was about. Standing my ground, big cousins close, handing them down. Fight dirty, always scrap on the ground. Mom asked about the raps that she found. Late for class, I ain't passing it now. Got my license, I was racking up mouths. Out late, never answering doubt. Going through changes, stated the now. Lying to myself, lying to people I cared about. Can't believe that I'm sharing this. The truth is embarrassing. My pride is making me arrogant. These demons on me like parasites. Lord, tell me, am I living right? If I die today, go to hell tonight. My story, will they tell it right? Don't let me be a sacrifice glass of gin with a little ice don't know how i'm getting home tonight uh i'm in my zone tonight hung over early morning flights baby call my phone tonight apologized about 30 times this might have been the final straw here today gone tomorrow scars don't disappear they scab over took anything and now i'm left lonely nowadays don't even check for me lost my queen they talking chess homie heartbreak fill it in my chest homie never did i learn from decisions left me in this eternal prison too guilty for me to play victim in a dark place i need some clear vision lost control i need supervision only one life don't get no extension only one life don't get no extension only one one life, yeah, yo, hey, yo, I got some bad habits, shit, some bad habits, man, I got some bad habits, shit, some bad habits, yo, I got some bad habits, shit, some bad habits, man, I got some bad habits, shit, some bad habits, bad, 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 got some bad habits, bad, 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 bad. I got a bad habit, no I'm no crack addict Habitual jackrabbit, empty and wallet so haphazard Moving this pack baggage when life wants a kid to fall back faster I'm just a black bastard, convincing the world of my black magic I'm convinced everyone backstabbing, so I put a razor inside of my tongue I gotta spit till the damage is done I've been addicted to canvases, boxing my demons I like to wreak havoc for fun I like to think that I'm second to none I like to think that without me and care in the world I'll get a lot of it done I like to think I'm untouchable like I ain't grew up around all the niggas with guns Like I don't reek it, the struggle was crazy The shit that I seen niggas doing for once I kinda like when it's hot and everyone around me knows we don't mean days in the sun Artists are numbered by niggas who shouldn't have bullets cause they seem to think this is fun destiny told me that actions could turn into habits and i better work on my words everything carmela fly was only to show me how all of that shit's for the birds bring me no baggage as much as you want eventually that shit needs on the curb you and your homies got so much to learn y'all been conditioned to soil it's time to make sure that it's hey, bro, i got some bad habits shit some bad habits man i got some bad habits shit some bad habits yo i got 
got some bad habits, yeah. Some bad habits, man. I got some bad habits, yeah. Some bad habits, bad, 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 bad. Got some bad habits, bad, 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 bad. Got some bad habits, yeah. Bad, 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 got some bad habits, bad, 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 got some bad habits, So do you feel that rap, hip-hop as a genre overall, do you feel like it's moving into an area where more artists are feeling more comfortable, being more vulnerable, mm-hmm. displaying a wider range of emotion? I would I would definitely agree. I mean... Because it's a young genre. Yeah, it's a young genre. And you have a lot of people, a lot of artists who are basically just like singing at this point, you yeah. know, uh, playing with melodies and, and harmonizing and things, which... Singing is a very vulnerable thing. Definitely. You know, like, when you're rapping, you know, sometimes you can come off pretty aggressive or, or confident, but to, like, actually sing, um, even when you may not even sound the best, um, to just, like, get that side of you out. I see sure. a lot of artists doing that, and I commend a lot of artists. You know, you have, even locally, you have, like, a Benji and, and Live and, and people like that who are, who are um, definitely being more vulnerable, you know, with, with their songwriting and using their voices to to showcase those emotions. Um, And I think people just want that out of artists more. You know, be more vulnerable. I want to get to know you as a human versus as, like, someone who's, you know, like, oh, I'm just looking up to this person. You know, like, I can't um, relate to them. You know, I I think a lot of people want to relate with with the artists they're listening to. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, being a personal brand only gets you so far Mm -hmm. eventually everyone's like i want to see i want to see the real person behind yeah absolutely um so where do you see the pittsburgh hip-hop and rap scene Mm -hmm. where do you see it standing right now do you see it moving in a positive direction very positive direction yeah um I, i feel like i've always been pretty optimistic about it but maybe just seeing the moves that uh i'm making and my team is making um and even just the people around us, um, I think a lot of good things are happening. You know, everyone, I mean, obviously, you know, the the biggest examples or two of the biggest examples when it comes to Pittsburgh hip hop or, you know, Wiz and, and Mac. Um, but I think we're really, you know, kind of filling into that that uh, emptiness of the, of the scene, you know, starting to pick back up despite, you know, a lot of venues closing or a lot of places that may not want hip hop in their spaces. I think we're still able to thrive based on just the talent and the hustle, you know, that Definitely. we have, you know, it feels like there's more collaboration. Yeah. It feels like there's a lot of people supporting a lot of different people. Yeah. And that's what I tried to do with dark horse as well. There's a lot of collaborations with people that I usually maybe wouldn't collaborate with, you know, I have, sure. I have Benji on there, um, and I've known Benji for some time. We just never got together to make music, but he's he's on this album. Nice. Um, like I said, Tre- Treble and OS is on here. Of course, Live from the City and, and Lucas Akira, um, you know, part of Driving While Black. JB's on here. Um, NASA, you know, incredibly dope rapper as well. He's Definitely. on there. Um, you know, so 
I think it's that's about it. But you know, even those collaborations um, all have like different, similar yet different fan bases. Um, so just being able to come together and and hear all these sounds and artists together, I think will bring together like a decent community and a decent audience, a pretty diverse audience. You know, definitely. Yeah. No, I totally hear that. Mm-hmm. Uh, NASA actually topped our list yes. of the top releases. Yes, Amethyst was very dope. Amethyst, yeah, man, <laughs> very dope great, project. Great yeah, project. <laughs> um, so, uh, where do you where do you see this project taking you? Mm-hmm. Like, what's your what's your next step? What's the next goal? I think um, since it's been a while since releasing Driving While Black. It'll be. It has been three years, actually. It's been three years. Yeah, been three that years. is a long time. It is. Um, and a lot of that was trying to figure out where I want to go next. A lot of a lot of planning. I'm I'm definitely like a pre planner when it comes to music. You know, I like to be very strategic in and what I'm releasing and and what it means and um just working with the right people. Mm-hmm. Um, but three years is a long time. So you know, people may have thought like oh you know is he putting out another project or you know is it going to sound like other tracks he's put out since then um but i think this project will definitely show people like okay he's i see what he's on he's doing something pretty different you know he's he's like growing his um his sound a lot more right. you know so that's what i'm really big on is his growth and i think um as we move as a driving wild black label people will start to see like okay you know they can really see like the momentum we have going on here yeah, so my main focus is my growth, not only as an individual artist, but just as my, my whole team as well. That's know? awesome. Yeah. That's so. awesome. So is Driving While Black, do you see that, the record label, do you see that as staying staying local, or do you ever see that as expanding it? Is there ambitions bigger than the local market here? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I definitely want to put as many... Like five years from now, ideal scenario. Yeah. What's going on? Um, I ideal scenario i mean i look at like a like a tde like you know like a top dog, top dog yeah. um as a um kind of like a, a great example you know even you know prior to they're setting um, the bar yeah even prior to you know they have a deal with interscope that has definitely brought them on a more mainstream level definitely. but even prior to that you know they were just like kind of just killing it on the on the indie circuit you know had just you know, Kendrick and, and J-Rock and Absol, Schoolboy Q, just like, you know, really killing it with quality entertainment. Um, so that's what I really want to focus on is just building like a really solid fan base of people that know us for quality, um, you know, throughout the country and then like getting to a level where, you know, we can um, maybe have like a bigger machine like pushing us, you know, behind. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, just really just hustling and grinding and just getting to a, a level where people just recognize the brand and we just have that strong following of folks. And you, you know? think you can uh, build that up from here in Pittsburgh? Do you ever consider going somewhere else? I think I think you can definitely build that here. Right. Um, I would encourage any artist, creative, you know, individual, or just regular person to, you know, get outside of their hometown at some point, you know. Whether have you? It's, yeah, so I, I went to, I did a semester in college in Chicago. Um, oh, that's right. I, yeah. Yeah, studying right. music business, you know. But Oh, there you go. Look that at that. Little, <laughs> yeah. You're putting it to work. Yeah, so, you know, um, so, you know, Chicago was a great experience as well. But even just coming back home, you know, I, I got to see, I got to appreciate the amount of talent and, and, like, just dope things we have going on here as well. Right. You know, so I think you definitely can start where you're from you know, and take it to a bigger level. 
because, you know, where you're from, you have, you know, all your influences and things that make you. And if you're able to take that and, and showcase, you know, the rest of the world, like, hey, this is what we're doing. This is where I'm from. This is the sound we're coming with the st- and uh, the vision we're coming with. I think that makes you stand out, you know, by just having a more um, unique background, you know, and not trying to ride some other wave that's going on here, you know, instead of trying to sound like what's going on in Atlanta, sound like what's going on in, in Chicago, New York, LA, and be like, this is what's going on in Pittsburgh. And you could take it to these other places and it can get, um, you know, more of a recognition in these bigger markets. Yeah. You know? Do you think Pittsburgh has a sound or do you think that's starting to build? Um, Pittsburgh definitely has a sound. I just don't think Pittsburgh ever really capitalized off that sound. Um, so if we're talking, you know, mainly like hip hop. Yeah. Um, folks in there right now there is you know there was producers rappers and everything that were working with like dr dre and and people on the west coast back in the 90s that helped develop that like g-funk sound that that the west coast is known for Mm -hmm. um so there was there was that and then there was you know with like around the blog era with like wiz and mac um, who were able to develop their sound, like ID Labs, Big Germ, and, and E-Dan and everything. Um, and that reached a, a prominence, you know, but we never really had the opportunity to capitalize on that just because we didn't have, like, the market for it, um, you know, to grow that music business infrastructure here. So, you know, Pittsburgh definitely has a sound. And there's even artists, you know, producers that, are, you know, I work with and everything that, have those influences and are doing their own thing, you know, um, say like Christo with someone, for example, sure. you know, working with Jid. Um, now there's a lot of, there's a lot of producers, um, in the music business, um, that are from Pittsburgh and, and kind of doing their thing and are making a lot of money and making a lot of money for artists and making big songs. Yeah. So I think there's definitely that sound. We just need to find a way to capitalize off of it, you know, cause everyone else seems to have, <laughs> so, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, you know, taking that a step further, what's one thing you think Pittsburgh could do to capitalize off it? Or what's one thing maybe even on a broader scale that could change in the local Pittsburgh scene for the better? Yeah. I mean, we were you were at that uh town hall thing, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, that music town hall. <laughs> um so, you know, hopefully some of the things that were brought up there, you know, um more venues for people to play at. Um, cause right now we're lacking in like decent venues, you know, you have, um, like a stage AE, uh, Mr. Smalls or like a, a console or key bank, but mm-hmm. you know, for like a smaller, um, artist that may not be big enough to fill up, you know, stage AE or, or Mr. Smalls, so you're um, or Mackin. And... More things on the level of spirit. Yeah, like more of a spirit size, maybe th- um, a or venue. Like club cafe or something Yeah, like something, that. more things along those lines uh, for national acts to come through um, and for local artists to, to play. Yeah. Uh, send that address, jewelry tuck, hotel mattress, made a stack, off a trackless, promoters said they want us back. I feel like more local acts, and I don't know how this works, so I don't know the like behind the scenes what prevents this or what is impeding this, but I feel like more local acts should be opening for national acts to mm-hmm. come through. Yeah. I feel like uh, that's because in a way, I almost feel like the Pittsburgh music scene is so talented and so vibrant, but it's also very insular, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of people 
supporting each other within it. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I feel like the scope needs to be broadened to bring in some new some new yes. fans or people who aren't involved, people mm-hmm. who don't make music, people who aren't in another band, mm-hmm. aren't another artist, but just are still fans and want to see what's going on. Yeah. Um. And how do you how do you reach those people? Is 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 what I've been like thinking about what I've been yeah. grappling with. Yeah, I know. Um, if we're talking about like shows and stuff, sure. I know. <laughs> some of like the booking agents and, and things here yeah. um you know not not to bad mouth all of them obviously but i know that um a lot of them prefer to keep it very in-house and can have a lot of control over the type of content they you know want to see at their venues and things so i think that does limit us in a way you know because you're just like having just a select few of individuals kind of representing the city on what type of shows are brought here you know what i mean um so i think that does limit things in a way but i i totally agree i think a lot of more local acts should be opening up for these artists um because it seems like an easy yeah. way to to kind of get your name out there to an audience who listens to artists but might not be tuned into the local scene exactly yeah I mean, I know I get a lot of fans just off of performances I do, you know, whether I'm on a big stage or performing in front of just like a handful of people, you know, there's like always people coming up to me like, yeah, that's really dope. How can I find your music? You know, so if I, you know, get a chance to perform in front of, you know, and Mr. Smalls in front of like 800 people and they're like, man, this guy's really good. Yeah. Um, that's, you know a great increase in my fan base or any other any other artist's fan base right there. So I would love to see more of a appreciation for the local music. And I think that that is kind of going on, at least in, you know, artists that I see doing um, a lot of big things. Um, so hopefully that continues, really. You think you've got some way to leverage the Driving While Black Records, kind of get involved in that, kind of like start promoting and booking your artists in, into different things? Is that something yeah. you're looking at long-term? Absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of... We just had a meeting the other day just about, like, shows that we're trying to put on. Yeah. Not, not only just featuring ourselves, but featuring other artists. Mm-hmm. Um, artists that we've worked with in the past, but artists that we see really doing really dope things. It's like, well, let's reach out to them, you know? Yeah. Just to collab. But not even just hip-hop artists, like other genres and everything. Sure. Um, so I think that'll... Just more collaboration amongst ourselves will really help us in a way because at the end of the day, man, you know, I, I'm a big um, supporter of, you know, if, if you can't get it from here, just kind of just do it do it yourself, you know. Exactly. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big supporter of that, you know. Definitely put on my own shows, you know, um, just do whatever I can to keep things going for myself and other people. That's awesome. Yeah. And so that's awesome that you're building a team behind oh, it, too. Absolutely. And we say it all the time on this podcast, but, you know, rising tide, it mm-hmm. raises all ships. It really does. Like, so that, so what really you're saying, does. like, reaching out to artists outside of your genre, mm-hmm. who are like, you know, this person's doing some can, something completely different. They're yeah. on a completely different wave than I am. Yeah. But let's still do something together still because I, it. because I love it. Like, yeah. yeah, that, I feel like that's key because then you're really like, you know, you're not going this alone. Mm-mm. You get everyone's everyone's working together toward a common end. Yeah, definitely. Another thought I just I just thought about yeah. about like I guess your previous question about how to make it, you know, how to grow the scene here basically is what, what we were kind of touching on before. I think a big market here that's been untapped is the colleges. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a. I mean, you have people coming. I mean, these are nationally, even like internationally recognized schools. Oh yeah, these are people coming from all over the place. But I feel like these kids get here and they don't really know what to get into. You know, they might find themselves bored. I know, kind of before my time, there was a lot of like there's like different venues and stuff within Oakland. 
um, that can catch, you know, decent acts um, there, um, local and maybe even some national acts. But I feel like if we just engage more of the college kids well into the scene as well, that's something I'm working on as well. Um, Yeah, how do you think you do that? You kind of do some, like, guerrilla marketing to them or go to the school and try to perform there? Like, what are you thinking? So I know even with Driving While Black, like the album, you know, when I had had flyers, I was spending, like, two hours in Oakland just putting them everywhere, uh, putting posters. And, you know, some people ask me, like, you know, what is this? What's up? You know, and I know I got a decent amount of people to – follow me and, and check out the music from there but i think if we just um maybe just talk to the school you know, the radio station you know i know um w uh pts has uh featured you know one hood and a lot of other artists that i know like britney right. benji uh treble um as well so if we just i guess more more opportunities for collaboration with you know maybe doing more shows at the university um you know It'd be dope if there was like a venue or more venues or places where young people can kind of hang out right. and congregate and right. check out music and um, have more of a, a vibe amongst amongst that community. But um, I think us as artists, we would just really need to tap into that market, whether it be guerrilla marketing, reaching out to the radio station, or just trying to put on events. You know, I think we can um, really tap into that market that hasn't been tapped into. No, that's know. a good point because yeah. you're right. There's a lot of college kids here. Mm-hmm. These are really good schools. Yeah. CMU, Pitt, Duquesne, mm-hmm. even Point Park has got yeah. like a lot of attention lately, and mm-hmm. there's plenty of others. Um, and I feel like they all kind of do some sort of like free concerts at some point, yeah, usually in the spring. So it's like I wonder like if there's a way to get some more local artists like opening up on mm-hmm. those bills. Yeah, I don't. I really don't know that process, but you're right. They all do like local shows. I mean, like do like free shows for the students. Right. I know Pitt just brought T Pain here. Yeah, not too long yeah, ago. I remember that. Yeah, it wasn't long ago at all. No, so you know, and I think they did have like a, like maybe some student bands performing, okay. like opening up for him, um, which is obviously dope for those, sure. those students. Yeah. But I think you know these concerts and everything. If you could plug in like Live or Benji or Britney or people like Definitely. that, you know, it's like oh, you know, this is a really dope act. And these colleges that go, college kids that go back home and everything, like, hey, you know, this is really dope artist here in, yeah. in Pittsburgh. You should check them out. I that saw them open for T Pain. <laughs> yeah, so that that'll really like make those connections, you Definitely. know, outside of Pittsburgh too. Definitely. You know. First driving while black, then I hit you with another uh. Player haters gon' retire my number. Instigators, they be all in my business. Instagram, I hardly post any pictures. Yo, I like to stay ducked off in that Ford truck with the roof off. Last living rock star. Anything I drop on you, be similar to Pearl Harbor. No similes, cause there's none like them. No remedy for them, they can't cure them, can't mourn them. I'm gonna live forever. Yo, this is big in the Kooji sweater. Do you find yourself listening to mostly other local artists, or do you listen to um, just kind of all kinds of music? Like, I always wonder that. Like, for a local artist like yourself, especially CEO of a record label, Mm -hmm. how much of it are you listening to your guys and this scene, Mm -hmm. and then how much are you just listening to, like, you know, new stuff that's out there, wherever, Spotify playlists, whatever? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a decent balance, especially, especially as of the last few years, just having more of a connection to the scene, mm-hmm. just making new friends and building new connections and want to support people. You know, um, there's tons of projects I've I've been listening to locally, many of which were on the, the top, uh, the list you the guys. List. Yeah. yeah, yeah so, yeah. um, you know, I try to 
listen to as much local music as I can because I feel like there is a lot of quality here. Does you know? that give you like a sense of like, is there a sense of competition there? Like you're like, oh man, this guy's putting out some really good shit. Yeah. Like I got to make sure I'm coming with my with my best game here. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, and that's even why with the label, like, I surround myself with really dope people, people I'm just a fan of, even if right. you know I weren't their friend or we weren't working together because um, it sparks that, bit of like passion in me like man i want to i want to be on my top game because i have these people around me doing really dope things so um and that's why i wanted to collaborate with a lot of people on on dark horses because i feel like it brought the songs to another level and even brought me to another level and like trying to you know write and and think okay so so is going to be on this song i know i have to approach it this way i'm gonna try to he might come up with this i might try to you know beat him (laughs) that way so yeah i think you know Having a vibrant scene brings a lot of yeah. good comp- competition. So you're really thinking of it down to that level where you're like this guy's on this track, so yeah. I gotta I gotta come with this. Yeah, to to an extent. That's I mean, cool though. I know. Um, I'm, <laughs> you know, I like to say I'm still pretty confident in and what I come up with. Yeah. Um, but I do keep that in mind. Like you know, okay, this is a track for you know live. You know, I know he's gonna do his thing. Let me make sure I'm up to par with that as well. Right. You right, know? right. Right. And. Anytime I collaborate with anyone, um, it's someone I'm a fan of already. Sure. So I already kind of want to bring that game. You and Live yeah. have great chemistry. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we you tried. were on the uh, Baggage Claim. Baggage Claim song. Off uh, Lightwork. Yeah. That, that was a, that was a fun song. Yeah. That was the one, that was one of the tracks I mentioned in mm-hmm. the countdown was just because it was you could tell how much fun you guys were having. It was a lot of fun. bouncing it back and forth. Ba- yeah. I mean, we went down to Atlanta, I want to say maybe like t- two years ago, maybe a year and a half ago. Yeah. Um, for A3C is the festival that goes on there. Hip hop festival goes on there every year. Um, but we went down there and you know, we were just kinda, you know, just thinking of song ideas, playing around, goofing around, rapping, and then we were literally in the airport at baggage claim and it came <laughs> up with I came up with that first line and uh <laughs> we just kinda played off of it. And then we were gonna um we meant to record it, meant to record it. And finally, as he was finishing up light work, he said, hey, come through and let's make this song actually happen. And so that was like the first time me really, first time in a while at least, like really just collaborating with someone on that level in terms of the writing process. Usually someone will have an idea or have a beat. They'll send it to me. I'll just like be at home. I'll come up with the verse and then we go to record it or I'll just record it in my own um, studio, what have you. Um, but that time it was like we were at his house in his studio just i'll write a, we had like a shared notes on our phone oh, nice, so like nice. he would write something and i would write it and then like <laughs> so that was that was a really dope process i would love to do that more often you know sounds like it just came easy yeah it really did and just having that chemistry already like i said i work best and collaborate best whether it's other artists or producers with people i know already and uh-huh. have some sort of relationship whether we've you know met at a show before or we've just been friends for a while um i feel like the best product comes out when we just already have that relationship. Definitely. But yeah. I I assume also as more people are joining the scene and mm-hmm. putting out projects, yeah. you you got to come across stuff and be like, oh, wow, I yeah. didn't know this guy. Yeah. but Or I didn't know this artist. Yeah. But this is sweet. I got to reach out to him. Yeah, that happens a lot. Do you do that a lot? lot? Do you do that like, like just cold reaching out, just being like, hey, um, I'm into this? I'm, I'm trying to be more intentional about it. Okay. Um, But that is something that, I'll stumble upon someone like, oh, this is really dope. I'll you know try to show support if I really like what they're doing. Um, so this this year it was kind of my goal for 2019 is just to be more intentional about reaching out to folks and collaborating. And I've that's what I've been doing. I mean, like NASA, someone I met 
just this year within the last few months yeah. um just reaching out and I had an open spot on the album. I was like, hey, let's let's make this happen. Yeah. You know, um, and that's how I've been able to make a lot of those relationships f- within music is just my love for music and just seeing like, man, they're doing something really dope here. Or even vice versa, people reach out to me like, hey, you're doing something really dope. Can I get you on this song? Yeah. Or can we, you know, get on the bill together? And I'm like, yeah, you know, the feelings are mutual. So, you know, having those good relationships keeps things like really thriving. Definitely. That's key. Now, is your writing process, is it more like, is that kind of how it goes with the way you related it with uh, Baggage Claim, where mm-hmm. it's like, idea strikes you, you write it down in the notes? Yeah. Or is, it some, or is it more, usually more of like a slow burn, where you got to like sit down and be like, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna think of something, I'm going to work on something here? Um, It's a little bit of both. I guess it's depending on the song. Um, I would say that I'm always writing, like all the time. Like, I have tons of notes in my phone that are just, like, unfinished. Some of them are, like, you know, a whole song. Some of them are, like, you know, a, a part of a verse. Some of them may be, like, one line. I thought yeah. was just really cool. Um, but Is I'm always constantly we writing. we do that with phones now? Yeah, like, it's you crazy. Ever think about, like, when before the iphone like how would you do that you'd have to carry your own little little, like notepad notepad everywhere or just just try to remember it (laughs) or just try to remember (laughs) it until you could get to like a pen and paper yeah and then hope you don't lose the pen and paper right (laughs) right right, yeah but um it's all you know it's all on the phones now so i have that um convenience of just being able to keep that you know in mind all the time um some Sometimes, like, if I hear a beat and something just comes to me naturally, yeah. sometimes if, if I'm trying to be more intentional about a song and really have, like, you know, a story or a theme or something I'm really trying to talk about, then a lot of times that may take some time, you know, like, maybe write one verse, then come back to it, and then, you know, maybe weeks, days, months later, I might finish the rest, or, um, so it, it just really depends on my mindset at the time of the creation of the song. Oh, that know? makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Because you also had a single uh, earlier this year, President's Day. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's a very intentional. I mean, that's more of that political. <laughs> yeah, like, that's more uh, that's, that side. That style and obviously yeah. came out on President's yeah, Day. Yeah, very it timely. Sweet. It yeah. was great. Yeah. Um, that was actually a um, track from a like mixtape I was going to put out um, where it was just me rapping over all type of like classic hip-hop beats like that. Right, because what President's, was that one? Dead, Dead, yeah, Dead yeah, President's yeah. by Jay-Z. So... Um, I had a whole mixtape of that that I was going to release, but the reason why I didn't, and it makes that's still a classic mixtape form. Yeah, I that's mean, the throwback. That's yeah, exactly. And I think people got used to me rapping over that style of of music. Yeah. Um. So I wanted to try to do something different, and that may still come out. I don't know, but I feel like President's Day was very timely, so I was like, let me just you know just put it out. Yeah. And obviously, it was you know pretty well received. So you know, I was like. You know, you get a little bit of both of, of those styles on Dark Horse as well. The more like uh, what people were used to hearing and new yeah. stuff as well. So. so how do you define, how do you personally define success? Mm-hmm. Like when you put out this album, you put out Dark Horse on May yeah. 31st. Is it one of those things where you're just happy with, you're like, this is the best that I, this is a great piece of art, mm-hmm. the best that I could do. And I put it out there and like. I'm just going to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Or do you have like, are you one of those people where it's like, I need to see these metrics. I need to see the downloads <laughs> hit a certain number or else I'm going to feel like I didn't do the right thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like how do you, how do you uh, reconcile that? I try not to pay too much attention to the numbers. I mean, obviously you need to, you know, in terms of seeing your growth mm-hmm. um, and from like a business standpoint, but 
overall, you know, if I can reach new fans, you know, whether it be five or 15, 500, whatever, that's my level of success. That's you how know? you're defining. Yeah, I definitely like the, the play that the the long game, you know. How, how do you how do you identify that they're new fans? People who are reaching out to you being like, hey, this is sweet. Just yeah, found it. I mean, you know, I did a show recently uh, a few weeks ago. Um and I was just like, hey, check I, my new singles dropping now on Spotify. Yeah. I was like, find me on Spotify. Um, and I saw my followers increase, <laughs> you know, from the show. Nice. Uh, so that was really dope. Um, so, you know, whether it be on streaming services like mm-hmm. Spotify, Apple, um, or like Instagram, Twitter, you know, people that are sharing and, and reacting to my content more. Um, that's how I, you know, notice the new the new fans and the growth within the audience. Definitely. You know? Yeah. Definitely. That's sweet, man. Yeah. Thanks for stuff. coming on, man. No, thanks for Is having me. Is there anything me. else you want to plug before we get out of here? Like I said, um, you know, Dark Horse, May 31st. Um, it's coming out real soon. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have my first single, Used to This, out everywhere. Spotify, Apple, Tidal, um, you know, uh, Live from the City, you know, Lightwork out right now. Uh, we got Lucas Akira, his pro- two projects, Full Moon 3 um, and St. Luke. Those are out right now. I um, mean, get those streaming services in compound7.org. Um, JB, he's going to be releasing stuff. He's got stuff on his SoundCloud right now. Um, you can check out Driving Wild Black Records on SoundCloud. You can find everything from all artists. But uh, Dark Horse, May 31st, man. Doing any shows? Where can they see you? So we have a lot of shows coming up. Um, we have a show. The biggest show that I'm doing, actually, is the Three Rivers Arts Festival. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm doing I that. I you were on that bill. Yep, June 16th. Um, there you go. That's a good way to reach new people. It is a great way to reach. Plenty of people. There. Yes, plenty of people. Um, June 16th um, from 1 to 2 in the afternoon. So come on through. I'll be Saturday, there. Saturday? Or? It's a Sunday. Sunday. It's actually Sweet. Father's Day. Oh, it's Father's Day. Bring your father. That's yeah, fine. there you go. Father, <laughs> mother, bring everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of family. We're going to have a lot of family fun. Just come on over. That's awesome, man. Yes, sir. All right, well, let's stay in touch, all right? Yes, sir. Cool. All right, take care. find them what? Dead precedents, but they all did to me. Dead precedents, but they all did to me. Dead precedents, but they all did to me. Come to the table, break bread with me. I said dead precedents, but they all did to me. Come to the table, break bread with me. That's all we have for you today. Thank you again to Jordan for coming in. We had a blast talking. I can't wait for the full album. Dark Horse is available everywhere on May 31st. Be sure to check that out. I am Jack Doherty. Our producer is Noah Brode. Be sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Google Play or the Apple Podcast app on your phone. That's where you can find us. If the review is entertaining enough, I may just read it on air. Nice little shout out for you there. So go ahead. Go ahead and do that. Uh, You can find us on social media at SoundcheckPGH. Also, if you are an artist or a band, send us your releases. Tag us in your releases. We're going to be doing another one of those Best of Pittsburgh releases 2019. So we're looking for releases in between April and July 2019. If that's you, send them. We'll check them out, and you might just make the countdown. Until next time, stay tuned. I said dead presidents, but they all did to me. Dead presidents, but they all did to me. Dead presidents, but they all did to me. Come to the table, break bread with me, you know? <laughs>